Hello again, Dwayne Brummett here with Ali Alvarigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Ali, good morning, sir. Good to be with you. Good morning, and good to be with you as well. And I, I like this whole thing that we chatted about last week is being on Skype, seeing each other. So it's almost like, you know, it's, isn't it odd we're, we're in totally different states, hundreds and hundreds of miles away, yet we're sitting, each, watching each other and chatting and being able to almost be in, you know, in front of each other, so to speak. Yeah, uh, just the opportunities now with uh, uh, technology is amazing. Yeah, I just um I just heard some really cool stuff with technology too as far as um interactive stuff and uh they're starting to work on some amazing new technologies where the 3D holograms that we used to see in science fiction movies are now becoming real where you literally look out in front of you and there's a person standing there in a hologram talking to you almost like Skype is doing right now but it's actually standing right in your living room with you and you can take a walk and do talks and it's crazy. I don't know if people are going to, it's going to affect us. I think it may, it may take the social element out of things though. People don't interact with each other as much anymore. Oh, as in real life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In real, in real life, like, it, you know, in 3D actual life rather than just 3D or virtual, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And I just uh, want you to, to, to realize that you, you, you're talking on Facebook Live, not Skype. Oh, that's true, but, but I mean, yeah. Oh, I, I forgot even that we were talking on Facebook Live. I wasn't even mentioning that. I'm just like Skype in general. We get to see each other, right? And that, oh, yeah. That's how you and I talk a lot. That's what I meant. But you're right, though. It is Facebook Live. So that's a whole other dimension, right? We have people now watching us from all around the world, which is kind of cool, right? It's mind-blowing if you would have said that when, you know, we were going to school or something. That's not something you would have thought of. Unless you watch Star Trek and you believe that it was all coming true, because I was a big Star Trek fan, right? And I and I love that show. And, and now a lot of the stuff they have there, the communicators that they used to use became flip phones and, um, you know, all different things like taser guns, except they had laser guns. You know, it's just really wild at how, how uh, people in that, you know, their imagination was so set into the future at that time. However... It really was what we're living right now, and we've actually brought that stuff to reality, which is kind of cool. I have a really uh, fun show that I like to watch. Unfortunately, it didn't get renewed, but it was called Pure Genius, where they, this billionaire tech guy opened up a hospital called Bunker Hill, and um, he ties in the technology end of, of healing bodies to the to the medical end. So people who have cancer and he sends in these little you know cell bots like little robot you know things into the body that attack the cancer cells and the smart bots it's a really kind of a cool show if you haven't watched it you should check it out before it goes off the air it was a good one yeah that would be interesting um yeah i'm sure you can see it on on hulu or, or netflix or something Absolutely. at some point Absolutely. So, hey, today our call, you got the you got the topic up already, how to get students quick, and this is a big one for everybody. I think way back when we did a call on this, and that was one of our best-received, um, you know, uh, calls. It was one of the largest downloaded around the, around the world. Uh, people just want to know how to get students. Um, we could start rattling those off, but I'd, I'd also like to point out, you know, we also have to know how to close students to actually sign them up and then retain them, because if not, you're just doing this kind of revolving door process. You can have this great marketing machine, and if your product is not keeping them for a long enough period of time, you're always going to have this revolving door. The old sayings are there are holes in the bucket, 
We pour the water in the top. It dribbles out the bottom. You know, close the back door. Sometimes the back door is open. People are coming in the front, signing up, leaving out the back. So, you know, with this topic, and we'll just rattle off a bunch of really cool ideas, we also have to talk about, um, you know, maybe on another call, what we do, you and I, for retention and how to keep people and how to really keep them within our schools so that they stay involved as long as we possibly can. Yeah, and I think what we need to do also before we start, you know, rattling off ideas is really setting some groundwork here. And the groundwork is, uh, and here's, I guess what I mean by that is this, is that um, we have to understand that there's there's no one-hit wonders in our industry. Now, there are some things that, you know, you can bring in a lot of students and it be good for a few years. Uh, so right. I'm not saying that you shouldn't shouldn't do those. But understand that marketing is um, is a philosophy for your business. Um, I know something that you always say is you know always be selling, and right. uh, that's 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 true. But what I, I guess what I want to first say is that we need to ha- need to have a philosophy that we're not going to just do one thing in our school, but yet we're going to do many one things that will yeah. then equal the results that we're looking for. And yeah. so, you know, you may start out with one thing and master that one thing to the best of your ability and then move on to the next thing. Always, though, understanding that how can I leverage these things to make them reach farther, not only just into the community, but reach farther into my school so that there's more than just one benefit, um, you know, for the school, meaning either getting a new student monetarily or whatever. And so I think that's important to understand. I'm not trying to get esoteric or, you know, sound smart here, but I think it's deeper than, okay, let's do a self-defense class so that we can bring people in and sign them up. What's the longevity of that? You know, how does that impact my school? not just from a monetary standpoint, but how does that affect everything? And then also how does it affect my community as well? Does that make sense, Alan? Right. It, it totally does. And if I can add to that, it's interesting. You know, my, my two – I think it's an acronym, right? You correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I watched the TV show The Wahlbergs the other day, and he kept saying uh, – Donnie Wahlberg, he's hysterical, and he's like, double entendre. And then hit the cameraman from behind the scenes would say, that's not a double entendre. So he kept trying throughout the show. It was quite comical. So an acronym is, you know, for me, is like ABS, always be selling, or ABM, always be marketing, right? And when I say selling, I want people to understand I'm not – it's not about selling. Like, if selling is almost like a bad word, you know, in a way. We almost feel – feel disingenuous when we want to say, hey, we should sign that person up. We should sell them on this. I, I, I think that without the word selling, if we use another word like connecting or, um, you know, involving, you have to always be involving students, always be connecting students in order for there to be longevity in their training, right? So, for example, um, you know, they could join, uh, you know, Johnny's four, he has no confidence, they get parents, signs him up, all of a sudden a year goes by, he develops confidence, not necessarily only because of our dojo, but maybe sometimes because of um, maturity, um, he grew up, you know, whatever the case may be, plus our school, and now Johnny has confidence, and now the parents have no connection because they, they've achieved their goal. They had that little shy boy. Now he's confident. Now he's doing football, soccer, hockey. He's singing in Glee Club, you know, all these things. 
So how do we reconnect? What are the next set of goals? What are the next things that we're going to do to make sure that people stay, the martial arts stays relevant in their lives? And that's important. And sometimes, you know, I have parents that just recently had a few parents that say that they don't, they don't pay me, and it's really rude to, for them to say, they don't pay me to hear me rant. They want to learn karate martial arts. And, you know, lo and behold, for me, martial arts is about the philosophy, the spiritual teachings, the verbal lessons. To them, they just want to learn high block, straight punch, you know, whatever the case may be, they don't get that the martial arts is so much deeper, right? And now, speaking of deep, deeper, marketing is much deeper. You know, the messages that we're sending out are not only just, you know, 1999, join now, do this, do that, and so on. It's all about our, you know, our philosophy, our culture, Right. Un- undoubtedly, uh, it, it, it totally is. And so, and, and again, we'll start here in just a second on, on, you know, firing off some ideas on how to get students quick. And uh, But I, I want, you know, our listeners to, you know, really take in consideration the spider legs that we talk about. You know, you talk right. about the spider web. You talk about the yeah. spider web and how all the spider web, you know, the, 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 the web is all connected. There's no part of the, the web that is unconnected, especially when it's first woven. And so the, the events or the uh, ads or whatever need to interconnect or intersect into as many parts of the webs for our school as possible. And so when we start giving you these ideas and you guys are writing them down, that's good. But uh, try to go, and we don't have time uh, on, uh, you know, on this podcast to go in deep, but try to think deeper than just doing a quote-unquote, um, you know, birthday party, um, you know, which, I mean, a birthday party is good, but we have to then go, okay, how can I do, and there, there's one idea, right? You can do birthday parties. But, you know, take that right. birthday party and actually go actually go deeper into how that birthday party can affect your school, not just, you know, from the initial income coming in. Um, and maybe we do that. Maybe we take a few of them and break them down. Um, you know what? This might be a good idea, Allie. Maybe what we do is we, we take a few of them, break them down in depth, but why don't we do a webinar and right. go over all of them, you know, go over yeah. or as many as we possibly can, uh, you know, in that webinar on uh, how to not, not, you know, like, I don't know, what, what do we got, like 200, 210, something like that ways yeah. to, to Well, then to we, have that, we have thousands, you and I, but we have, we have just a, we have one PDF that just has 200 ninja marketing ways, right? You know, so uh, just alone on that one PDF, we could share that with everybody. And I think that'd be pretty cool so that the people who want to chime into our webinar and hear that in much more detail they could do that that'd be that's a great idea i love it i think that was something that we could do and maybe we should make that our next topic okay all right well that's let's do that maybe before we even get off of this let's let's come up with the date um but so i brought up birthday parties let's just take birthday parties for instance you do birthday parties valley so do i right yeah absolutely we had one yesterday actually with like 40 kids in it yeah and okay so the the obvious thing is let's do a birthday party so that we can bring people into our school so that we can, you know, try to sell them on the program to get them involved doing some sort of trial. That's the obvious, mm-hmm. right? That's Absolutely. The other obvious, you were going to say? I was going to say, and there are other levels of reasons why we do birthday parties as well, right? So, 
let's let's continue though with what you were going to say. Well, I'm going to say the other obvious is that you know it's it's revenue. You're going to make some money on those birthday parties, so it brings in revenue for your school. That's the right. other obvious, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Now, I don't know how you set up your birthday parties. Okay, so I'm only speaking from me. Um, but, you know, I have individuals that, you know, do the birthday parties. We do anywhere from two to three birthday parties a weekend. Um, it's right. crazy how many birthday parties that we do. Yeah. Uh, and, and I actually have to block out one Saturday every single month just so that my – I have one guy that does it. I have three that are trained in it, but the one guy is the primary guy right now. Um, but I don't want to – I don't want to um, – uh, I don't want anybody to get get burnt out, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah, of and, course. And, and, and so, but the way that I run the birthday parties is that, you know, whatever the gross profit is from that birthday party, I um, split that gross profit with my uh, instructor that's running it. So right. for them, it's and that's a lot of money. So for them, that actually is a more uh, that's a it, it, big incentive increase. For them to right. uh, want to want to do the birthday parties, um, so there's a benefit that I retain, you know, that instructor or instructors even longer because there's some good money that can be made along the weekend. But in order yeah. to do that, for me, you have to be a higher level instructor for me. You know, it's not just the low level instructor gets to come in and do that. So yeah, yeah. I, what I'm saying is, with these marketing ideas. We need to think about the long-term ramifications of them in our school on numerous different levels. Yeah. Um, well, you know, well, do, let's, you, let's, do you offer birthday parties to outside people, or is it just the inside people? No, no. We, well, and, and I was just going to interrupt you. Uh, we we offer parties to everybody. In fact, our party this past weekend was for non non training students in our school. And out of it, you know, with the amount of people we had, I think we signed up like maybe ten people for a trial membership. So. Um, you know, maybe out of that, four people, five people will sign up. So when you look at it in the to- total picture, right, if one person signed up, and let's say they signed up on my basic rate at one one forty a month, right, you're looking at, what, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, eighty a year, $1,680. So the party made me X. I paid my instructors X. We got a lot of leads, and one sign-up nets me another 1680 over the course of the year. Now, forget about money. It's also not only we didn't mention, too, if they are students, it's a retention tool. Um, it's good for them because they're tied to the school. They're bringing their friends in. They get to talk about it. And I also tie it into my referral program. So if someone is bringing their kid's birthday party to me, I say, listen, if you could get five of those people to join my school for the year, you get a year for free. People are overwhelmed with that. So, I mean, it's, it's like you said, within that spider web of all different marketing tools, this one thing, the birthday party, let's say the birthday party is in the nucleus and we call it the bubbles outside of the, of the little circle in the center, um, there are many different things going on just within marketing of the birthday party. Like, do we just do a party and just throw the waivers into the draw, or do we turn it into something that's going to continually reap rewards 
Um, you know, do we also, and here's another idea, do we then give 10% off to every attendee that came to the birthday party for them to do a birthday party at our school? Because they had a great time, so now we get we market to them. And then we say, hey, listen, if you could recommend five people from your party, you get a year for free. So this, this spider web keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and if done properly, that could be one source of marketing that's, that's amazing within your school. Right, and then let's take this to an, uh, uh, another event. Uh, all of these kids have moms, otherwise they wouldn't right. be here, okay? Right. So you can then market to them for your women's self-defense class. It might not right. be initially, you know, um, maybe you only do two or three or one or whatever, but right, you go back and you contact them. You know, obviously the cheapest way is through email, um, right. but you, you contact them uh, uh, about your women's self-defense class and bring them back right. into your school to have an experience. Yeah, of course there's a, there's a percentage that is, they're, they're never going to come back. They're not going to do it. Yeah. But as long as they had a good time, again, Think about the long-term ramifications. They're out talking about this phenomenal birthday party that they just had at your school, right. um, and and that other person hears about it and goes, oh, maybe I should contact them for Johnny's birthday. Right. Now, exactly. Um, and that's where, uh, and we can start moving into some other subjects, but that's where, um, you know, you turned me on to the fact that, that there's more than just doing a karate party. And so that's right. why we have th three different parties that they can pick up, pick from, you know, meaning three different themes um, right. that they can pick from and so on and so forth. So real right. quickly, let's talk about some of the themes that are out there. Obviously, a karate party. You can do a ninja party. You're actually qualified right. more than me to do ninja yeah. party, right? Long Island ninja Yeah, or, or, or um, ninja, tur ninja turtles, right? You know, you know. So ninja is, is a big wide net. You know, me, I'm a real classical ninja, but ninja to people could be anything involving karate, right? So, but we could have ninja turtles, right? Things like that. Certainly, some sort of Jedi Star Wars type thing you can do. Yeah. Uh, Nerf. Nerf is our, 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 our actual uh, most popular one. Yeah. And then uh, you can do, like, Pokemon. There's a, you know, that's a big craze right now. I don't know, you know, how long that's going to stay, but, you know, Pokemon is another one to, to do that. And I don't want to make this, this whole podcast about birthday parties, but <clears throat> I, I, I really want to hit home the idea that it's not all about doing the one-hit wonder and then trying to do it again. How does that, if it is a one hit, you know, if it is a wonder, how does it tie into the other parts of your business to create some longevity along with that? All right. Yeah. So, um, is there another another one we want to throw out with regards to how to get students quick? Well, I mean, I, on my list of the 200 weapons of ninja marketing is what we call mini me. I'll break it into categories, right, so that people could get an idea, maybe to get their brains thinking in these categories. Number one is mini media. You know, those are things like, you know, the, you know, the yellow pages, you know, Yelp, uh, you know, uh, whatever, you know, that's out there for marketing, right? Then there's, uh, info media, you know, things like, you know, um, you know, different type of, uh, brochures and, uh, public service announcements and, um, more of, uh, you know, uh, press releases for your last black belt test and so on and so forth. Then there are other things like, you know, human media, you know, where we have our clientele referring us, talking about us, sharing our paperwork, flyers, postcards with people, buddy days, buddy weeks. I mean, the lists go on and on. And then we have, you know, uh, e-media. Now that's the biggest thing. 
And here's the one thing that I do have to say, Dwayne, that I find to be a big issue, um, is that many people nowadays are, they're, um, they are thinking that because they have a website, that's it. That's all they need, right? Now, their website could be a beautiful website and could be a great conversion tool. Um, it might even be number one on Google searches because your SEO is amazing. But if people are not going to it, what does it matter, right? So the real key question right. is how do we market people and drive them to whatever venue, whether it be our school for the free party or, you know, drive them to our school for – uh, women's self-defense or get them to our website so they inquire about our school. Those are really important things, and that's called e-media, right? And that's, you know, Facebook Live, Facebook ads, Facebook posts, you know, uh, you know, LinkedIn, uh, whatever else, Instagram, all these other things that they're doing, right? So there's tons of different things that, they, that someone could be doing as far as marketing goes. Yeah, and I just want to say, too, though, um, again, it goes back to thinking these things through. Don't just jump on the bandwagon and decide to do something because it's the cool thing to do or everybody else is doing it. You really need right. to not create more work for yourself. Um, right. We're busy as school owners, so we need to, if we are going to do something, think about, you know, how is the best way, the smartest way, the easiest way, uh, the fastest way to complete X, Y, or Z, and uh, is is are there any components inside of, this marketing piece that I want to do that I can evergreen, meaning that it's ongoing so I don't ever have to touch it again or just monitor it and or uh, be able to delegate to someone else. Um, again, I, and I say this all the time when we talk on School and a Talk, and I'm not trying to push your service with regards to, um, you know, uh, web hosting and doing web development and those types of things, but that would be something that, you know, that's a marketing platform. That's a way right. to get new students. Um, but that's something that can be uh, evergreened and then also uh, outsourced so that you can delegate that to somebody else. So, and so with, when we go through these ideas, don't think that, oh, my gosh, i got to do this, i got to do that. Take one. I'm all about this. Take one, master it, but think it through. So many times we just jump uh, to try to do it, and then we do it halfway. Uh, we get yeah. poor results, and then we wonder why it doesn't work. You got to, and, and I'm let, leaning in right now, those of you that are on the podcast can't see uh, unless you're on Facebook Live, but that's where you need a legal pad. That's where you need to write these things down, the pros, the cons, how it's going to work, map it all out before you decide to launch it. And by the way, let me add to that. Like, it's an interesting thing. I, I have some conversations with some of my schools that I do website design and I host their website. And uh, one of them the other day when I were chatting, and now, by the way, he's the highest performer out of all of my websites. He gets about 45 to 50 leads per month that are legitimate, right? And he's saying, Ali, you know, I read in the magazines that people are getting 150 leads, 200 leads, 300 leads. I, I want more leads. And I said to the guy, I said, how many are you closing on these leads? How many leads are you getting to come into your school? Well, we haven't gotten around to all the leads yet. Well, then what does it matter if you've got 4,000 leads if you can't call them, right? So you've got to get good at maximizing what you have. Like if you get 10 leads and you could sign up three or four, that's pretty darn good. If you sign up five, you're doing 50%. That's even better. So with that statistic, all you need is 10 leads a month and you sign up five leads. If you're not losing that many students, your school is going to continue to grow. Right, And that's where we have to look at things realistically. We can't think like we're swimming and playing with the big boys when we're not 
one of the big boys, right? You know, we want to, we're not going to look at things from that way unless we're actually doing it. So my goal, of course, is always just slow growth, steady growth, um, you know, and quality growth. At the end of the year, you might have 60, 70 new students. So that's a lot of money um, in return in, as far as tuition goes and retail goes. But that's a lot of students, too, to handle as well. So you got to be careful that you don't want, you know, you don't get what you wish for and then not handle it and it hurt you as well. Well, and that's that's the and that's not the topic we're going to talk about, but that's you're right. That's exactly where we've got to be careful because you can bring in so many different people, um, but if you do not know how to manage all those people, and that's where the scalability of, of your business comes in, uh, then right. you're going to actually be worse off in the, in the end than you were in the beginning. Right. So, you know, we have to be careful about that. And I and I just want to back something up that you said. <clears throat> You didn't tell that individual, um, you know, look, it'd be better for you to get 10 leads than the 40 that you're, you're getting because you're, you're the, what you're doing is not performing. Right. Because that could be, could be perceived that way. This actually goes back to a call that we did, and I'm trying to look it up. That's why I'm taking so long to talk. <laughs> uh, but I'll, I'll post it inside of here. But it's a podcast that we did is that we talked about uh, that you can get 100 leads or we can get you 100 leads. Right. Um, and I would, I'll post this in there so that everybody can go back and listen to it. And I want you to understand something that, um, what we call a lead might be different than what somebody else calls a lead or what you call a lead might be different. And I'm not going to go back and rehash that. You can go back and listen to it. Right, right. But when you, when you specifically talk about a lead that you're getting from your website for your clients or from their websites for your clients, right. Uh, you're talking about somebody that has filled out all their information from name, address, phone number, absolutely, uh, you know, birth birth date to blood type, not yep. really blood type, but right, right, um, right. Uh, and 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 to me, that's more of a qualified lead than somebody that put in their their first name and their email address or just an email address. Right. To me, I call that a prospect. And right. if you go and listen to that call, and I'll find it and and put it in this post. Um, so that's important to understand. Let's move on to, um, you know, I'm not trying to cut you off. You have anything else to say, but let's move no, on no, to the no. next thing. Well, well, there's a lot. I mean, I mean, just looking at certain things, I'm going to go a little esoteric, and I'm going to say things like, um, you know, branding your school, you know, where we could give specifics, and we let's do that when we do our webinar. We'll really give specifics on one type of marketing, how to utilize it, how to get it, and so on, and really spell it out. But I also want people to know, like, they're, like, I'll give you an example. The other day, this new restaurant in town. It used to be an old diner in my town that I never went to because it was disgusting. Now, someone bought it, they renovated it, they made it new, and it's beautiful. However, it's so popular that the wait is like an hour to two hours. I've been there, and I've tried to get in, where like, it's just too busy to wait. That could be dangerous to this place because I haven't gone back since. I'm not going to go there and wait for an hour. It's not that important to me. I'll go down the road to another place. So sometimes being too busy could cause damage or, it, you know, having too much, uh, too many leads could cause damage if you don't have a system in place to actually handle them. So with that being said, uh, you know, the brand of what you do and how you handle people and what your school represents when people walk in is marketing. So, for example, if your website shows, you know, Oriental and Asian or Japanese tatami mats and temples and music is playing in it, 
And then when they show up at your school, it looks like a, a you know, a blink fitness where it's modern and pink and red, white, and blue and all this. There's a disconnect between the two. So you have to have a congruent message from your website to your school, from your marketing to your school, from your pamphlets to your school, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that brand, who you are and what you represent as a school, like you, Dwayne, you're a Christian martial arts school. Even in your logo, it represents that, right? And it has the TriStar and, and so on. There is a congruent brand with your school. People kind of know who they're getting and what they're getting when they come to you. They, they, it's pretty clear. Um, so that's something that a lot of schools are missing. So sometimes they don't know who they are, and their marketing misses the mark. They're trying and playing with different things, so many different things. Their message is so um, incongruent, you know, and, and you know, it's not something that they get. That the, the people don't see that. Does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. And uh, I'll, I'll give you, for instance, on what you have talked about with regards to um, getting too many leads and not having the system to follow up because – I um and, and and I would think the listeners know this and we actually did a webinar on this but uh one of the things that we use every single year and we've done the last 4 or 5 years now that's very successful is the uh martial arts um um field trips doing field trips right. for right for schools and uh um but the the first year that I did it I want to say it was like 750 or 800 leads or what I call prospects uh, you know, come through my school. And right. the problem was is I didn't have, at that point, I, I didn't have a, a system. I didn't think about how, how are we going to actually right. call all these people um, the amount of times that we always call them because we have a certain amount that we always call them. And so right. I, did my, I did myself a disservice because some of those individuals had already gone to other schools Right. And did a program for them because they don't remember what's the kid doesn't remember what school that they went to. When I go, right. and I got the waiver and I go back and follow up with them. Uh, oh, yeah. Johnny's uh, doing karate at such and such studio. I'm like, crap. <laughs> that could have been me. And so that's right. why I go back to, you know, uh, saying that you have to think through things thoroughly. Of course, there's going to be some mistakes. I get that. Yeah. But as much as possible, you've got to forward think things. And there's another one is martial arts field trips. Is, is well, well, and, and let, me, let, let me point out that you bring them to your school on the field trip, which is a pretty amazing thing, right? So I remember years ago, and I don't even do it anymore, where I would go to a school and teach a week of gym classes. It was from morning to night. I was exhausted. I'm like, wow, I connected with a lot of people. And, yeah, if I wanted to do that as a free service, teaching bully proofing or bully buster or stranger danger, that's all good. However, I was going like, wow, I'm going to get an influx of people in my school, and, and maybe one would somehow trickle his way in there because the schools, number one, wouldn't let me hand things out. They wouldn't let me give them a flyer to bring home in their backpack. They wouldn't even let me give them a pencil with our layman logo on it. And even if we did, sometimes that stuff gets sorted by the teachers and uh, by, the, by the parents and thrown in the garbage anyway, right? So I was wasting my time and effort, and I, and I eventually said I'm not going to do this particular style of marketing anymore because it didn't benefit me. I'd rather do it if one school would let me come in and hand my stuff out, or I would want, they would have to, that would be my, my agreement with them. If I'm going to come and do this for you and, and you're going to pay me a reduced rate, you have to let me hand out my information in their backpacks at minimum. So sometimes we have to look at our efforts 
and make sure that our efforts are in the right basket, so to speak, that we're doing things to, to benefit our school. Sometimes we're spinning our wheels because we've heard it and read it in the magazine or the industry buzzword is, you know, that month is this. And, and then we run out and do it and we waste our time. I'd rather focus, laser beam focus. I always say to my kids, laser beam, not lazy beam. Some people think a lazy beam is, is a good thing. And I'm like, no, no, you have to be laser beam focused. And I always tell my kids, and I go like this to them. I, I, for those that are watching, I'm holding my hands to my eyes and pointing in front of me. I said, you have to have laser beam focus on me. And the kids will do this back. They'll say laser beam focus, you know. And, um, and I want them to understand that if they concentrate 100% on something, they're going to get get the message. But if they're thinking about something else, and again, going back to our marketing, if our marketing is all over the place, I saw a recent guy who I'm, uh, he's a competitor in my area, just opened a Brazilian jiu-jitsu school, and um, his flyer came out, and I was happy that I saw the flyer because it was all over. Kids here, I'm a world champion there, this there, this that. There was no focus to the end whatsoever. The pictures were terrible. The wording was terrible. I'm like, okay, I'm not, I don't really have much to worry about based on this one ad, you know, and that's why I don't really put too much mind to it. Um, but uh, that's because they don't have that laser beam focus. They've never been taught it. Make sense? Right. And it absolutely makes sense. And let me drill down a little bit deeper with regards to field trips and not give the farm away um, yeah. why we, we also do them. <clears throat> and the reason I say not give the farm away is because that's actually a module that you get in, uh, in, in the Next Level School Owners Club. But anyways, um, the, the reason, one of the reasons I do it, uh, for obvious reasons, is, is uh, I did school speeches like you. You go in, you do a speech, you might get one people in the whole year to come, and you, you did ten speeches or whatever. Right, right. Um, so that wasn't, that wasn't working. So that's why I bring them into the school. I have the waivers that the parents have signed so I can follow up with them. So that's yeah. obvious. I want, I want new students and influx of students. I always want that to, you know, the, them to come through the door. But all of these, not to go back to the birthday party, but all of them, yeah. uh, 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 a month and a half before their birthday party, they get contacted with, with a postcard and a special to do a birthday party here at our school. Yeah. Not only mm-hmm. that, they get, they get contacted every time uh, we have a um, uh, an anti-bullying, um, an uh, anti-abduction course. Right. Um, they they also get contacted, you know, right after you know being followed up with. But let's say you know they said no, not right now or whatever. You know, we we follow up with them with our quarterly specials. And what I mean by that is obviously Christmas time. I have a Christmas special. Uh, I have a Valentine special. I have the summer special. I have the back to school special. All of those individuals are then contacted specifically again about that special. So I'm again right. trying to get them to come back in. Well, all of again, all of them have moms, so we want to get the moms in for the women's self-defense. The reason I charge right. the moms is because why? Well, most of, and at least from my statistics, most of my students, it was the woman that made the decision for their child to do martial arts. It wasn't the man in most of the right. cases. So. I want right. to make that connection with them. The other thing is I want to make a connection with the teachers and also the schools. And so that's why I'm going to do these because I want the teachers to come in and go, oh, my gosh, this is way more than kicking and punching. Do you see how this guy interacts? And then he, he get, you know, he, uh, uh, every, single, uh, every single teacher and every single parent that comes in for the um, – because uh, they have to bring in chaperones, I keep a ratio of one to ten. So every ten right. kids, they have to have at least one teacher and/or chaperone to fill those voids. They're all going to get a, a copy of one of my books, so they get to decide which one they want. 
and so I want them to see me more than just a kick and punch guy. Oh, this guy's an author too. Oh, it's he he teaches self esteem. This is a book on self esteem for my kid. Yeah, I want right. that one. Or right, right. Goal, goal setting. Yeah, I'd like to learn more about goal setting. I'll take that yeah. book instead, or whatever it is. And then I make that connection with the teacher. And man, if we do a phenomenal uh, um, uh, field trip, come back in April, the end of April and beginning of May, we're contacting those teachers again strategically to get them in the frame of mind, hey, you know what, our field trips fill up quickly, so I kind of need you to, if you would, you know, um, I kind of need you to to see if you can book your field trip now, even though it's not right next year. And right. I have teachers that book their field trip before summer even happens. And so yep. there's a strategy behind the whole thing. Absolutely. You're looking at we marketing in layers. And, and, and rather than going too much into the field trip thing, because they could listen to that whole entire webinar we did, right? Um, let, let me throw out a few ideas. I, I have it on my second screen, so I'm going to look this way. But um, there, as far as info media, you know, we have free demonstrations. I think that's something that we do less and less these days. That could be fairs and, and you know, um, different parades and different church auctions and things like that. You could publish an article in the local paper, the local church papers, the local po columns that are out there available. Like you just said, author a book. Um, you know, you could speak at different clubs like we have, you know, uh, the Kiwanis Club and, and you know, the, um, you know uh, the Elks Club here and all different things. You could do teleseminars, you know, like we're doing now, but do it for your martial arts school and talk about a topic and then put it up on social media. You could do infomercials. You could advertise before your YouTube videos or before anyone's YouTube videos. You could do YouTube TV. Um, you could uh, put together uh, case studies, you know, maybe do a case study. And, and this is a really cool one because people love to give you their opinion on Facebook. So you say, how many, on a parent's forum, hey, parents, Anybody have anything, you know, how many people have had a child that's experienced bullying or social media bullying or, um, you know, been ostracized by peer groups and then get their, get their opinions and you'll get a list of like 30, 40 people that will say, my son, my daughter, and that would be a great way for you to then say, hey, listen, I inbox them privately, Mrs. Jones, I'd like to work with you and help out your kid. Would you like to have them just come in for two weeks? Totally free. I just want them to get two weeks of basic self-esteem training that we do in our school. So these type of, you know, case studies are really, really good. Um, you know, a knowledge of your market, right? Knowing like how many kids you have in certain demographics and so on and so forth. Google AdWords, sponsored links. Um, I could go on and on, but we'll do that more in our next call. So if you have any other quick topics and then we'll kind of leave people uh, w with them to figure some stuff out on their own. And if they want to listen to this webinar we're going to do, we'll do it even deeper. Yeah, well, let's do this real quick. Um, take a look at your calendar. Go ahead and open up your calendar. We usually don't do this live, but let's go ahead and do it yeah. live. I'm thinking, All right. uh, I don't know, are, are you available on Thursday? Next week, though. Not uh, next, next week. I can't do it this week. The ninth or the sixteenth? The sixteenth. The sixteenth. I'm yeah. thinking like um, uh, if twelve thirty Eastern time. Does 12? that work? Yeah, that's no our normal. Whenever we do a webinar, that works best for me. So twelve thirty on the sixteenth is perfect for me. Okay. So why don't we do that? Why don't we just do a, a webinar and 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 you know on that webinar let's try to hit as as many of these uh, two hundred that we possibly and I. I'm almost positive that on your list of 200, uh, you know, ninja marketing strategies, field trips aren't on there. So now it's 201, right? 
Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I think it may be, <laughs> but who knows? But they're not done like you, and I can tell you that because you are truly a master of getting this done. And you have many I, – I laugh. My daughter and I, she's addicted to uh, – um, Law and Order SVU, Criminal Intent or whatever that show is. She watches like 10 episodes a week or whatever it is. Um, and, and I always say there are multiple layers, you know, like because it's the murderer but the father of the murderer's babysitter who then was adopted by this, you know, and the layers keep on getting thicker and thicker. Um, there's so many layers in your, in your uh, marketing plan for your field trips that is not just a field trip. You know, like you said, you have your book, you have, you know, teachers come in and, you know, uh, they, you've had teachers that have actually joined and become students, right, in your school. So, so th that's why I think that the industry is flawed in the martial art industry where, um, and not because we have a lack of information. There's just so inform much information that everyone is running around like, uh, you know, we're in a hamster wheel continually running and people are throwing food at us and it's hitting the, the wheel and spitting out and we're only able to grab a piece here or there, little pieces of stuff when we could, if we took one particular topic and we drilled it down like you said before and really mastered that topic and got it good, then moved on to the next leg, the next web, the next piece of our spoke in the wheel, so to speak. Each spoke represents a different piece of marketing, right? Um, we really wouldn't have a problem getting students and keeping them or, you know, um, you know building our schools um, because these systems are proven and, and tried and, and, you know, tried and proven. Yeah, and I, I want to quickly say that I went ahead and put that, uh, I can get you 100 leads call, um, uh, or podcast uh, on there. It's actually podcast number 44, um, but I put a link on here. And then, you know what I'll do also, Allie, is I'll go ahead and put a link on here for the actual webinar. And um, so that way, um, you know, everybody that's watching this video even later will have uh, access to um, that webinar. Um, does that make sense, Allie? Absolutely, dude. No problem at all. It sounds great. Let's definitely do that. I'm excited for this one because – Anytime we can help people get students, the better. And, and I think that, um, you know, it's important for people to understand that it's not about just, you know, driving people to your school um, in mass. It's about also learning how to be have a, pres a professional presentation where once they get there, you're signing them up. You know, the old adage, and I've heard this at seminars, which drives me crazy, you know, hey, I, I sign up two out of every ten, so I need 20 to get four and 30 to get six. No. How about we just get better at getting, you know, the sign-up so if you get ten people through the door instead of getting two, you sign up four. Um, now, if you get 20, now you're signing up eight, and your numbers will amplify quite quickly. So it's about learning how to become better at what you do. It, it, perfect example, and this is great for martial artists, is if I block one out of every three punches and the other two hit me in the face, I need to learn how to block better. I mean, or else I'm going to be laying on the floor. So I want to learn how to block all three punches, not just one out of three. Um, it's that simple of an analogy for people to understand. So stop looking for the newest, best fed and the newest, you know, box full of info. Let's drill it down and really get good at what we do. Stop chasing. Like I tell my students, stop, stop chasing the next belt and the next pin or the next stripe. Chase the quality of what you do so that you become amazing at what you do, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And there's always, like you said, there's always small little tweaks that you can make in order to make those numbers different. I, right. And I'll just leave, leave it with this because we've got to end. But um, 
just as simple as at the end of the info call that you, you know, you set up the appointment, just simply putting in a phrase that's asking them to bring a friend along right. with them because right. you find, you know, you find that uh, when uh, students usually bring a friend, they enjoy the program even more. So which right. friend would Johnny like to bring with them? Uh, and, and it's more, it, there's more verbiage than that, but that's basically the crux is right at the info call, whether they called you, you're following up, whatever it is, you ask for a referral right there. And out of 10, if one or two people, let's say two people, every single time say yes and bring somebody, you right. have spent no more money, you spent no more money, um, and your numbers increase just simply by doing that. And it goes back right. to what you said, though. You have to you have to be able to, to quote unquote close the sale, um, right? Not be a good salesman per se, but show them the benefits of your product. And I like what you said. You preface this in the beginning, and I think it's so important: is you, you're never going to close all the holes in your bucket because people are going to leave for different reasons. But the ones that you right. can control, it's so important to um, you know to be able to control those. Right, exactly, absolutely. What you said is just so imperative, and, and, and it makes so much sense to me. I hope the listeners get it, too. So, Dwayne, thanks so much. I mean, today was an awesome call. As always, we, you know, we give a lot of information out. I just hope that the listeners um, are, you know, taking a little bit of that and utilizing it, you know, and taking some of the, the uh, advice we give and, and holding it, uh, you know, to their heart and really, you know, taking advantage of it. Yep. Well, Allie, it's been great. I just want to remind everybody, listen, go to schoolownertalk.com. Uh, you can listen to episode number 44. Uh, that is the one about how I can get you 100 leads. And then uh, I will um, put on here and also schoolownertalk.com the link to sign up for the webinar. Allie, have a great day. And uh, listeners, thank you very much. Yeah, take care, everybody. Sayonara. <laughs>